Welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast, your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. Hello and welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast with your hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy. I introduced you first. Larry, how's it going? It's about time you introduced me first. I'm always second <laughs> on this every single time, Daryl. Wow. You know, hey, no, no sales rep is without, no great sales rep is without a little bit of ego, right? Uh, I, I tell you, <laughs> we, we all have egos, you know that. Yeah, that should be uh, taming, taming the massive ego should be uh, <laughs> a future podcast. Yeah, that's, that's great. So you're, you are recovered from the uh, massive time zone shift. Last time we talked, you were in Sydney, Australia. Oh my gosh. You, you know what's, by the way, Sydney is a beautiful place. For those who haven't been, I highly suggest throw it on your bucket list. What a beautiful city. People are nice. Everything about Sydney is just wonderful. But the only thing that, that really stinks is a 15 hour plane ride when you got to sleep sitting up and you can't lay down. It is just not cool, dude. Yeah, that is, that's pretty brutal, but you're back. You're uh, back. acclimated. It's been a fantastic week. And um, for everyone joining us from last week, uh, I hope you've, you've uh, really given some deep thought to what is your story? You know, what's your story? Last week, we talked about telling genuine stories inside the sales process and two types of stories, one being your own story and the experience that you bring as a salesperson and a, a human being um, throughout your life to add value to a client. And then the second type of story is, is the stories of things that you've done for clients and, and how it's impacted uh, their business. And, you know, it was interesting, Larry, uh, earlier this afternoon, I actually uh, was uh, able to do two different case study interviews on behalf of, of some of my clients and uh, just asking uh, in those case study interviews, you know, what challenges were you facing? What did the organization do for you and how have you benefited? Um, and I was just reminded once again, you know, here, here we are talking in this case about technology. These organizations have applied to improve their business. And uh, you know, it's, it's fascinating that, uh, the stories that came out of it, and and they weren't just techie stories. They had a human side. I mean, it's literally impacting people's lives and their work and their, uh, you know, in, in one case, students. And so, we really want to challenge everybody to think about some of the more uh, engaging and successful um, sales that you've been involved in and go back and and really think about the story. Maybe even take the prospect to lunch and ask them, you know, those three questions. Hey, before I came in, what challenges were you facing? Uh, what, what have, what have I done and my company done for you and, and how are you benefiting? And it's, it's, you'll get great stories out of that. You'll also learn a ton, but you know, I think that brings us around to today's topic. And, um, Larry, I'm going to let you set this up. This, this has come out of numerous conversations, uh, between us, between, um, us and sales teams, uh, and other sales uh, coaches out there. And that is the reality that you've got even with all these tools, especially with all these tools, you got to do the hard work. And, and it's so true. It, sales is hard work, Daryl. And 
How many salespeople truly want to do hard work? I, I think that's the biggest question first. Well, it's, it's a gut check that we, we have to ask. And, you know, I think when, when you think about things like, like uh, let's, let's use LinkedIn, for example, or social media or, or even email, it's, I think that simplicity and, and ease of use of those tools have kind of lulled us into a, a level of complacency when it comes to communicating digitally. And, and really the reality is um, it does take hard work to be successful. And, and, you know, Larry, you talk about the difference between a, a sales rep and a sales professional, right? Yeah. And it's, it, it's tough because, you know, you just said a second ago, you know, about how to leverage some of the tools, whether that be social media or whether that be email or something like that. And, and I think today there's so many tools available that a sales rep has to open up a conversation, mm-hmm. but, it, but it requires practice. And I think what's happened is um, though there's a lot of things that socials brought us that are positive, mm-hmm. it has, I think, lulled sales reps into a false sense of security as far as just how well, how good of a relationship do I really have with somebody? Yeah. And what do I need to do to build upon it? And, and here's where I'm going with this is <sighs> sales reps must continue to open up conversation. They must continue to build relationships. Mm-hmm in order to move a sale along and we can't just keep relying on what's worked in the past. So we always have to practice new ideas, new methodologies. We have to bring new things into the forefront to allow us to do our job better, which means one thing we got to continually be practicing what we do and that's hard work. And it goes back to, uh, and I was sharing with you cause I know you read it, but it was two weeks ago. Yeah. There's a great blog post. The one on golf. The one on golf. And I always like using analogies. And, and unfortunately, uh, sports and sales analogies are just been driven into the ground. And one of the things that I really brought to the surface was what's the difference between a professional golfer and a sales professional or even a sales rep for that matter. Right. And I said, you know, a, a golfer's got, what, 12 golf clubs in their bag, two specialty clubs. So that's 14 golf clubs. But the difference is, is that they know how to use each one of those golf clubs. The number one ranked golfer in the world and the 250th ranked golfer in the world, there's not that much difference between them skill set wise. Right. Though I believe it's all mental. So what's that mean to the difference between a golfer and a salesperson? Golfer needs to know how to use every single one of those clubs based on the shot, based on the position in the golf course, based on wind conditions, and we can go on and on and on. Mm. Well, the same thing translates to a sales rep. You have to use every tool you have in your sales tool bag in order to be effective doing your job. So let's just look at social as those two specialty clubs. But the downside to this, Daryl, and, and you may or may not agree with me on it, is most sales reps are only using two or three of those sales tools in their sales tool bag. Well, times have changed, which means you got to put together a plan you got to practice it and you got to execute it. I, you know, I, I agree and I disagree. I think a lot of, of reps do have the specialty clubs in their bag. I mean, we've got the, you know, the, the traditional sales methodologies that, that we've used for years and everyone, everyone's picked up the, the social, you know, golf club. Everyone's picked up, um, you know, some Dude, of the- I like that one. 
The social golf. (laughs) There you go. There's a blog post coming up. But I mean, seriously, you can watch an infomercial. You can you can see, you know, this hot new golf club, this new lob wedge, whatever, you know, whatever it is. uh, Fairway, uh, fairway driver. You can see that hot new golf club. But if you don't practice with that club and you get to the third hole and you're standing on the fairway and you pull that fairway driver out that you've never practiced with before, I can tell you what's going to happen. You might get lucky once with it, but by and large, it's going to be a train wreck if you don't practice with that club. And after a couple of shanks and, and knocking the ball uh, out of play, you're going to you know, keep that club in your bag and eventually it's going to be in your garage and eventually it's going to be on eBay and you're going to miss the benefit. But I think it goes back to the re- the reality of what we want to talk about today, which is it requires work. And by the way, those of you who are new to the Selling from the Heart podcast, welcome. Um, you've really, you've joined a tribe of people that are are committed. If, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know, if you've, you've hung in there, we know that you are you are part of an elite group of sales professionals that want to be the real deal, bring the goods, add value, uh, be ultra successful, but do it uh, by by hard work, smart work, and all of that. And and today, what we want to talk about is is the reality is becoming a sales professional requires hard work. And so, before we talk about some of the areas of hard work. Larry, I know you're always talking about the difference between a sales rep and a sales professional, and those those two things are profound. But definitely, practice and hard work are are uh, at the top of the list, and the difference between the two. Yeah, <clears throat> excuse me, and and it also. It, I always like I'm going to use another analogy because it's going to tie into this sales rep, sales professional here in a second. But it's, it's the same thing. And again, you know, I enjoy writing. I know you enjoy writing as well. And it's just a lot of my blog posts are just my life experience in the sales world. But to drive this point across, let's, let's look at this is what's the difference between a customer and a client? Mm-hmm. And I think it's, it's, this, it's the same thing. It's, it's the mental approach to this. So you are what you think you are. In my opinion, if you think you're a sales rep, you'll act as a sales rep. But if you are a sales professional and you act like a sales professional and you think you are a sales professional, then you're going to do the work required to be at the top of your game every single day. And that goes back to you always got to keep enhancing your skill set. You got to work on your mindset. You got to work on your people skills. I mean, sales is hard work. But sales does become easier if you just keep the mental approach to the game at the forefront. It's no different than in sports, right? Yeah. I mean, what's the difference between an elite sports athlete and the average sports athlete besides the millions of dollars that go in between? They're constantly working on their skill set and they're constantly working on the mental approach. Well, and to go back to that golf analogy, you know, if I work on my new fancy fairway driver or log wedge, when I actually get in the game, I'm going to enjoy the game a lot more and I'm going to be much more successful. And so as we talk about the difference between being a sales rep and a sales professional, you know, we're talking about the difference between going to work in the morning for a paycheck versus going to work for purpose. And, um, and so when we think about all of that, how do, how do we bring the goods? You know, there, there are a number of areas that, that come to mind in terms of areas of hard work 
that salespeople, sales professionals um, need to consider and we want to challenge you with today. Uh, the first one is, is going to seem maybe uh, like, why are you guys saying this? But the first one is self-reflection. Yeah. And excuse me, that's the toughest. That is the toughest is to sit back and say, who am I? Why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. What's the end game? What do I need to do to get to the next step? And some people just aren't willing to do that. And maybe it just starts with if, if you can't self-reflect, maybe find a friend, a good close friend. Maybe it's a family member. Maybe you go out and hire a coach or you go talk to someone and have them start bringing that out from you. But I think where I really enjoyed sales and, and I love sales, period. But I like the art of helping somebody, right? I enjoy getting into a conversation, building a relationship, and then being able to help them do something better. You know, we can, I'm keeping it simple just for right now, but we can insert all the analogies that we want. Right. But I think if sales reps can just identify and really play off of their strengths and who they are, and it's a whole, it's a whole nature of this podcast, right? It's to be genuine, bring the goods speak from the heart, roll up the sleeves, be a normal human, genuine person. Mm-hmm. People will start seeing that. But I, I just don't think people really know who they are sometimes in the sales world. And it, and it goes back to, you know, fake news. There's a lot of this fake news. Well, there's a lot of fake sales reps out there because I don't really don't think they've, they've clearly identified who they are and, and what, what goods are they really bringing. I think that's so true. Look, if you're going to work in a toll booth or dig ditches or, you know, process uh, accounts payable or or whatever, you know what your job is. There's not a lot of self-reflection needed for that. But if you're going to be a true sales professional, you need to know who you are. You need to know why you're doing what you're doing. You need to understand the value that you bring to organizations. Um, and, And that needs to be beyond just the pure economic value of, quote unquote, saving someone money. It, it needs to be, you know, a, a higher, um, more meaningful purpose and calling. And, you know, this self-reflection is, is work that's hard. And, and, but when you do that, and w- what we want to challenge you to do is there needs to be some time carved out every week, or at least once a month where you sit down with a cup of coffee, uh, you sit down with a, a blank piece of paper, a journal, a notepad, something, and you start to, to ask, the, uh, the tough questions and you start to, to write some of this stuff out. Why am I doing what am I doing? Uh, what, you know, what is my purpose? What, um, what value do I bring? What value do I want to bring? Um, and all of these things become the, the core and the heart of your message. Now it's going to flow out in your conversations. It's going to flow out on your um, LinkedIn profile, which is your digital uh, brand to the world. It's, it's going to flow out of you. But you've got to do the hard work, just like you got to go to the driving range. As sales professionals, we need to do the hard work as self-reflection. Yeah, and, and <laughs> you brought up some things, and, and some of the listeners may think it's sappy, right? Self-reflection, <laughs> and, and let's look at who we are, and, you're, and you're, they're probably going to go, what a bunch of wimps, right? <laughs> but, but you know what? Try it out. Try it out, and you'll be Try surprised. So... <laughs> Wow. Daryl, I mean, you know what time in the morning I wake up and people are just going to go, you are just one crazy kooky bird, right? So Daryl knows I wake up at 3.30. I I just never sleep. I wake up at 3.30 in the morning every single day. And for one simple reason is I've identified that my brain works the best 
when I want to self-reflect and think about what I need to do during the day that week, or even if it's just, what do I need to do with life? It's those first hour, hour and a half Mm -hmm. is the best time. So I figured out me what works and I find the time to do it. And so that's three 30 to four 30 quarter to five in the morning. Every single day is my self-reflection. And you know, that that's when I think of things I'm reading, I'm learning, I'm mentally preparing for the day. And then I go to the gym Mm -hmm. and that allows me to clear the mind. So then when I do get into the office, I'm fresh and I'm ready to go as opposed to most people wake up at right. Six, six 30, right. Do whatever they need to do. They're late to the office. They spend the first two hours shuffling paper, doing whatever. And by the time their day starts and they're figuring out what to do, it's 10 o'clock in the morning. Right. I've already put in four hours of hard work already, but it takes practice. It takes diligence. It takes mental preparation. And I'm going to challenge the sales reps that are out there. And even the sales professionals, for that matter, if you want to stay on your game, you're going to have to do stuff different. You're going to have to identify that. Wow, that's that's so spot on. And I get up at 530 and now I feel like a real wimp. Uh, when I get up at five thirty in the central time zone and Larry's already on Skype <laughs> and I, and I'm, and I, and I get up three thirty in the morning Pacific standard time. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I admire that, you know, for me, um, the self-reflection, um, it does happen in the morning, but it also, um, it happens on Saturday morning. We happen to be recording this on Saturday morning. And so, um, for me, and it, hey, and it's six twenty in the morning. I know. Good job, Larry. Well, I I spent the last hour and a half before this podcast um, in self reflection, looking back over the previous week, planning out the next week, looking at each area um, of my life and the written vision and goals that came out of times of self reflection for for the type of person I want to be, what I want to accomplish, um, you know, in my career, in my life. Um, and, and all of that is, is so important that that's a key part of heavy lifting. Yeah. So, it, go ahead. The, oh man, this is good. This is good stuff. I love really? I hope you guys, I hope you guys love this stuff. I mean, this isn't, this isn't Daryl and I trying to one up each other. That's me. What it sounds like. I, wake up at I get up at two forty five, Larry. Right. Pretty, yeah. Pretty soon. It's going to be three o'clock in the morning just so I can continue to one up you, Daryl. But anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> where this, I, I think where we're going with this, and I think this is a great exercise for sales reps for one simple reason. If you can start identifying this, can you imagine the relationships that you could build, nurture, foster, grow? Yeah. With your current clients. Well, this is, you know, this is all, all um, so spot on. And I see this flowing over into to future podcasts because there are some other areas where we need to do the hard work. Uh, but I think what's coming out today is uh, the hard work starts with self-reflection. And it reminds me of, of good old Stephen Covey and the seven habits of highly effective people. Obviously, the, you know, the best book ever written, in my opinion, uh, maybe better than start with why. But uh, <laughs> those two are definitely at the, the top of my stack. And, you know, Stephen Covey always says, private victory precedes public victory. And one thing we want for sure as sales professionals is we want public victory. We want, but we want that victory to not only have, have a lot of dollars attached to it, we also want meaning attached to it. And we want to, we want those relationships, uh, those, those business relationships 
to have a personal aspect and to be sustainable relationships um, so that 10 years from now, 20 years from now, those same people are still business partners. Those clients are still buying from us. And so really the beginning of the hard work, I know when we think about sales, we think about the hard work we have to do and prospecting and uh, sales is hard work. <laughs> There's no, you know, to be a genuine, authentic, real salesperson requires hard work. But a lot of that hard work requires, it begins with self-reflection. And so what we really want to challenge everybody to do is find some time, maybe even right now, you know, hit pause on this thing at the end and uh, go get yourself a cup of coffee or cold drink and sit down with a piece of paper and start reflecting. Why are you doing this? What do you do? What value do you, do you bring? What are some of your biggest successes? What are some of your biggest failures? Understand yourself. It was uh, one of the great, uh, great uh, thinkers of all time. I think it was Rene Descartes, right? Know thyself. It's yeah. critical if you're going to sell from the heart. And, and, and you said two, you said two key things and, and I, and I really enjoyed just listening to what you just have to say. I mean, it was, it was so spot on, but there's two words that really came out of that and it was sustainable relationships. Yeah. And this is what it's about is how are you going to sustain efficient and effective, right? Relationships with your current clients. And can you imagine the power behind this if you truly get to know your current clients, just as, just as we're going to encourage you guys to roll up your sleeves and really get to know yourself? Mm-hmm. I'm going to challenge, challenge the listeners out there. Take their top five clients, roll up the sleeves, and get to know them better. Can you imagine the sustainable relationships, the long-term relationships, the profitable relationships you would have? Mm. If you can marry know thyself with know thy client. Oh, wow. That's, that's good. You should get that cross stitch, Larry, put that on the wall. That's really <laughs> good. Or maybe that can be on your t-shirt. I saw you wearing Keenan's t-shirt this week, which is. Oh, that, that was, you know, be a one percenter. Yeah. There I mean, you go. And shout out to Larry. You'll see, you'll see Larry in uh, Keenan's t-shirt on, uh, on LinkedIn. And if you haven't read Keenan's book, not taught uh, just, you know, walk or run, don't walk to, uh, to the bookstore or to Amazon to buy that book, not taught. So, yeah. So this is, I just want to dive on that just really quick. Daryl is that one percenter. Can you imagine that? Just be a one percenter and know thyself and just practice and plan out what you need to do. Yeah, absolutely. So for everybody, uh, this week, your, your challenge is this, you know, get that piece of paper, start self-reflecting, make a habit of it daily, weekly, um, whatever that is, because the more that you understand yourself, your passion, your values, your vision, uh, the value that you bring, the more effective you're going to be. So thanks for joining us this week. Um, as always, be authentic, be real, be genuine, do the hard work and sell from the heart. Thanks for listening to the Selling from the Heart podcast on the SalesCast Network. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We appreciate your encouraging reviews as it helps us spread the word. As always, we would love to connect with you. So look for us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is produced by our friends at SalesCast. Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.